I'm Jason. And I'm Amanda. And this is Yeet the Press. We're two friends who have a comedy podcast about politics. We're not pundits, wonks, or Beltway insiders. We're just regular people trying to make sense of the news. And it is fucked. Hello, and welcome to Yeet the Press. Hello, hello. We're back. So, this week, like seemingly the last seven weeks, impeachment's been the story of the day, so we can't not talk impeachment. Yeah, it's true. Um, A lot of bullshit has happened. So much stuff. Are you seething still? You know, I'm just tired. I, me too. I was going to say, I'm exhausted. This is exhausting. Keeping up with everything is fucking exhausting. You know, that's what the Trump administration is. I mean, Trump is not a tactical genius, but he knows how to overwhelm. Mm-hmm. They just load shit on you. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, think about all of the things that have happened since he became president that you're like, oh, I forgot that he did that thing. It's like a barrage of fucking shit slung at your face. You know, he did a Muslim ban and we don't even talk about that shit anymore. That was the first thing he did was the Muslim ban. Um, So let me, I just want to do a, a quick quick-ish rundown so that when we're talking about all this stuff, we don't necessarily have to pause and say what we're talking about. Um, so this is kind of just like a summary of the past week. So since you fucking nerd. I know, I know. I'm such a nerd. I wrote it down. <laughs> I wrote it. But I'm a writer. What do you want from me? Um, also, this is this actually it doesn't even pick up since we last released. This is like two days after we released. Anyways, last week. All right, so last Friday, the House Judiciary C- Committee voted along party lines to, end the, uh, to send the two articles of impeachment to the full House for a vote, which actually is going to occur tomorrow, but is actually today that we're releasing. We're recording the night before. Um, and then over the weekend, Mitch McConnell was like, Oh, we're going to coordinate with the White House defense lawyers and everything's going to be like whatever they want. We're going to do it. And then Lindsey Graham was like, quote, I'm not going to be a fair juror. Don't don't even think I'm going to be a fair juror, um, which means they both are like, yeah, we're going to break our oath. Um, it's crazy. Like they are the jury in this trial. Can you imagine? I mean. If I get selected for jury, the jury duty, that's what I'm going to say. You know what? I'm rolling with the prosecution. Whatever, sorry, the defense. Whatever the defense says, that's what I'm going with. Yeah. I'm in full support of the defense. Dude, yeah, dude, it's just like, it, I mean. It's, Unless it's a rapper, in which case I'm in line with the prosecution. Right, because you hate rappers. We get that. You, you, I, I don't hate rappers, but. Yeah. You hate rappers. You like their music. You hate them. Yeah, it's true. Okay, it's fine. Just just own who you are. Own who you are. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's just like. <laughs> It's like if yeah, somebody murdered somebody and they were like a juror and they were like you're like, Yeah, I'm gonna coordinate with them and their defense team. It makes no sense. Um, so anyways, then on Monday the Dems released their final report. It it was very long, it was like almost three hundred pages or something. I don't know. Yeah. And it accuses Trump of committing multiple federal crime crimes, including bribery and wire fraud. And that same day our Pal, our good old 
asshole of the week every week, <laughs> and Giuliani. Wait, has he been in the asshole of the week every week? Every single week. He, I haven't been keeping track. He, um, Giuliani admitted that he needed Yovanovitch over the out of the way. She was one of the she was the ambassador to Ukraine. Um, if you don't know that, and basically. <laughs> He's admitting to the crime that is being investigated. It's insane. Uh, he wrote, and he. This was in a New Yorker article, which I didn't read. Did you read it? No, I did not read the New Yorker article. I mean, who has time for twenty-five page articles? New Yorker articles are insane. They're so long. <laughs> the only thing that could be longer than a New Yorker article is a New Yorker article written by Tanahisi Coates. <laughs> he writes for the Atlantic. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's. I just don't have time for that. Um, and then also on Monday, uh, more than 700 historians, historians signed a letter imploring the House to impeach Trump, saying that his disregard for the rule of law represents, quote, a clear and present danger to the Constitution. 700 people. Can you imagine 700 <laughs> historians writing a letter against you for anything? Also, I think it's really funny. Um, just side note. That the historians are all like, we're going to get out in front of history on this one. <laughs> we're going to like let everybody know before history happens what we think. Um, also, sorry, I'm a little sick. I just did a snot thing. Also, a new poll came out from um, Fox that said 54% of Americans support impeachment. And 50% are for impeachment and removal. And you know that. Fox and Friends was like, what? Because <laughs> they live in a bubble. Well, you know, people forget that more people voted for someone else right. than voted for Trump. Uh, all right. So then, also, on Sunday, Chuck Schumer sent a letter to McConnell proposing that, you know, they subpoena documents and witnesses for the trial. And um, McConnell was like, no, nah, we ain't doing that shit. Um... <laughs> And then on top of all this, this is insane to me, a $738 billion Pentagon budget bill passed with bipartisan support. What the fuck? And at the same time, the White House proposed a massive sweeping cuts to Social Security, Disability, and SNAP. So can we, can we talk about the Pentagon budget for it? Because like, this is something that perennially bugs the shit out of me. Me too. What, what the hell? I mean... Let's let's just say for a second, I were not a pacifist, and I believe that we needed a strong military. Our military spending is still completely out of fucking whack. It's out of proportion to the rest of the world. And it's not even... like Our military spending does not align with the current geopolitical climate. Like, we're out here buying nuclear submarines. ISIS ain't got no fucking navy. I mean, you know, like, wait, we need to stop dudes from getting on planes with box cutters. It, it, well, I don't, that seems a little, I think it's more all technology we have to worry about. It's all hacking. Well, yeah, cybersecurity as well. That, that's but what like, the problem is, the... is. That's what where all, everything is happening is there. Not fucking. When's the last time we fought someone with an Air Force? <laughs> Even though we uh, used Al-Qaeda drugs. didn't have an Air Force? We used the, drugs. the Taliban doesn't have an Air Force? Exactly. It's crazy. And yet we are buying, you know, F-35s. That, that's a thing. It's the military-industrial complex, dude. Yeah, I mean, and that keeps a lot of blue-collar workers employed in uh, 
Red states, some blue states as well. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, you know where that money is not going? The troops. It's not going to the troops. It's not going to Medicare for all. Uh, I don't know if you read the SNAP shit. It's crazy. The disability shit. It's already hard to get disability. It is already fucking impossible. And they're taking Can that I tell away. you a secret? What's that? Can I tell you a secret? What's... It's not that hard. It actually is. All, all you got all you got to do is say you have uh, fibromyalgia. No, dude, it's not. I know somebody who... who... You know what? You know what? Challenge accepted. You heard it here first. Yeah, I, fi- this is the fibromyalgia <laughs> challenge. It's like the ice bucket challenge, <laughs> but way more like horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so then the last thing. Oh, the two more things. Trump finalized uh, a phase one trade deal with China. And from what I can tell, we're just back to where we were before the trade deal. Right. Except now. Just like we were with NAFTA. Right. Exactly. Just like that. Except now he has his name on it. Um, except, you know, who got hurt? American consumers and and farmers. So like farmers didn't get hurt. They got their little welfare bailout. A lot of small time farmers, though, have had to call it quits. I think the people who got their bailouts, you know, that bailout, too. Like, I think I read it was like triple what the auto industry got when Obama was president. Some crazy number. All right. And then the last thing, which we we should probably start with this, is Trump sent a six page letter today to Pelosi whining, whining like a little bitch about impeachment. And it was a bananas letter. It was bananas. I. Just let me just say off the top, uh, did, did you notice I saved it to my computer? It's called Final. <laughs> Final is in the t- document title. Which I is, did not notice that, no. What are the earlier drafts? <laughs> what did they look like? What the fuck? Do you see it? So this is clearly something that Trump wrote himself. I'm sure he had Stephen Miller help him with the grammar and spelling. Sure, but he totally and, wrote And fascism. This. Let me tell you what, what lets me know he wrote it. What nothing screams boomer to me, like two spaces after a period. And this letter is nothing but two spaces after a period. Ooh, I feel attacked. I feel oh personally my God. attacked. <gasps> Oh, God, Jason, are you one of those people that uses two spaces after a letter? Please. I mean, a period. I have, I have, I have stopped doing it as of late. I, I do single space. I've even dropped the Oxford comma, but it hurts me to my fucking core. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's awful. I'm a writer. I have not used two spaces after a period in probably 10 or 15 years. I am. You can't, man. That is awful it is so aesthetically displeasing to see to anytime i see that i'm like what was who is this person i also write in comic sans okay i believe that i definitely believe that um i counted all the the um exclamation points it was like eight at least that's our president but you know it wasn't like the the self-deferential exclamation points. Like, he's really heated. Dude, in one, 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 probably multiple places, but at least one place, I noticed that he uh, 
did the thing where he all capsed a word. And it's like, are you writing a text that you're arguing with somebody? Because, like, that's, like, what teenagers and, like, immature people do when they are arguing. I feel personally attacked. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jason. You're going to get an all caps tax after this. (laughs) I bet I will. Oh, man. That's going to go in our social media promo. Um, I mean, what? I mean, I have a lot more to say, but I want to hear what you have to say. I mean, so this is the second piece of writing mm-hmm. that we have seen publicly. Uh-huh. The first one being the letter to Erdogan. Right. Which also, side note, Erdogan <laughs> threatened. Did you see this? This is just a real quick side note. I'm sorry to go off track. But so tr- the, the Senate, the House and the Senate passed a uh, resolution saying that um, Turkey committed genocide, correct? The Armenian the genocide, Armenian yes. genocide. And um, Erdogan was like, if you sign this, Trump, um, I'm going to say that America committed genocide against the Native Americans. And I'm like... I bet he talks just like that, too. <laughs> right, and he does his head like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm like, yeah, do it. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, I, co- I will co-sign that. Yeah, who's uh, going to argue with that? But then Trump, like a little bitch, didn't he? He uh, didn't sign it. So, all right, back to your point. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. Trump wrote that tough guy letter to Erdogan. That was uh, like simultaneously apologetic. Like he would vacillate from one sentence to the next. Had a lot of exclamation points. Was written on roughly the third grade level, and this springs from the same mind. My, my favorite line, personally, is, you have cheapened the importance of the very ugly word impeachment. <laughs> like, like, who, like, who talks like that but him? Like, at first I was, like, picturing him yelling at someone, like, on a typewriter while he dictates. But then I was like, no, I think he actually typed this out himself. It feels like he typed it out himself. And somebody probably went in and cleaned up the, like, spelling, like, things. But there was, like, he, you know, he lost the, um, he lost the, uh, Electoral College 304 to, or he won, the, no, he won it 304 to 322 or something like that. 327. I, Facts don't matter. It doesn't matter. But he, he, in multiple places, he said 306. Did no one proofread that? Did no one say... Or did they? And they're just like, well, we really cannot let him know that he's wrong on that number. Again, because doesn't matter. I mean, they're going to let him run for a third term. <sighs> Why would they check him on some shit like uh, you're right. the actual electoral number? I mean, he's a whiny little bitch in this letter. You know, I really wonder how he made it through prep school without like catching the hands every week. I mean, didn't he go to a military prep school? He did. I mean, he he's a whiny little bitch, dude. My guess would be is that, like, everyone else at the prep school was richer than him, and he, like, rode the street cred from, of being from Jamaica. Mm-hmm. But, get, like, sidebar, like, can you imagine an era when white people lived in Jamaica, Queens? Like, no. I mean, probably, like, next year when it gentrifies. Right. But I mean, prior to... I mean, d- when I lived in New York, uh, in Brooklyn, my goal was always to con- to try to keep moving closer and closer to Manhattan. 
And in the like 18 or 19 years that I lived there, I just kept moving further and further away from Manhattan. I was like, I never got closer. I only got further away. Yeah, I remember you like you were in like actual Park Slope. And then you were in Sunset Park. Sunset Park, but they were pretending it was Park Slope. Mm-hmm. And then you were in like undeniable Sunset Park. And then I was in Bay Ridge. So I just kept moving further and further away from the city. Um, and then I was like. Yeah, then you had a tent under the Verrazano. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know what? Let me just pack this shit up and move away. So here is the thing about the letter that is actually frightening to me. He comes very close to accusing the Dems of treason, well, of a coup. He doesn't use that language, but it's sort of hinted at that. Mm -hmm. And I am really wondering if at some point they might look to prosecute Dem congressmen. I mean, I think it's we're going to get to a point where he starts... I think trying to lock up his enemies, his political enemies. I mean, I, like all jokes aside, it's scary. It, it's terrifying. The second sentence in the letter is, this impeachment represents an unprecedented and unconstitutional abuse of power by Democrat lawmakers, unequal than nearly two and a half centuries of American legislative history. That is tacitly accusing them of a crime. Yeah. Unconstitutional. Unconstitutional abuse of power. He says they're violating their oaths of office and breaking their allegiance to the Constitution. Literally, that's what he's doing. I can't remember where I read this, but I feel like it was one. It was either a Nazi leader or it was, I want to say a fascist leader. But they said, basically, always accuse your, your enemy of what you're doing. And he. this is what he does. Um... I it's real it's really worrisome. There was a you know the protests were tonight at five thirty. I really really wanted to go. I did because I do support them. Um, I'm thirty three weeks pregnant. I have a toddler. It was pouring rain. I was like I can't go. You know I would have gone except I didn't want to. Why? You know I really Honestly. I, I think what are we gonna do if we don't take to the streets look I've taken to the streets and I will take to the streets the streets again let me tell you something it's fucking cold outside it is cold but you know what stop being a little bitch look at those protesters in Hong Kong it's not cold in Hong Kong Amanda. how do you know that Jason it looks lovely no, do you know all the pictures I see of them they're holding umbrellas it's always raining okay and they're still out there after like eight months no 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 the umbrellas are to protect them from uh non-deadly police aggression oh. things like um rubber bullets okay, I didn't and... know that. <laughs> i'm like oh, wow it rains a lot in hong kong <laughs> i didn't <laughs> did not know that no 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 the hong kong protesters are literally built for this shit they are prepared Yo. it's amazing what they do okay listen i know that 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 that's a much much smaller um they have a much much smaller population and all the things, but like, man, are Americans tough enough to actually go out there and be like, yo, fuck this shit, stop fucking with our country? I don't know. The, 
The problem is, like, half the country is cool with it. Half the country loves it. And Well, 40%, but yeah. That's still a lot of percent. Um, I mean, I protested the Iraq war for, like, I don't know, I went to a bunch of protests. Did you go with us? I can't remember. I've been to a lot of protests. I've taken my children to protest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I've seen you... Mostly protest against police violence and that sort right, of thing. Right, right, right. I mean... I've come back around to protesting. I had a a period where I was like, uh, protesting does nothing. It's self-indulgent. You know, like it do- it doesn't change anything. But I now I'm like, I think if enough people do it, maybe it changes something. I mean, if something. we have a critical mass. Yeah, critical mass. I mean, like if you look at the social programs and benefits that the French have, a lot of that is because French workers will go out there and shut the whole fucking country right, down. Right, but that's because they're unionized. And and the right has destroyed our unions in this country. Right, and I, I don't think they have the same sort of political divisions where people will actually fight against their own interests to stick it to the libs. Right. No, they just want to... I mean, I... I did. I re- I will get back out there and protest. I will too. Today just wasn't my day. Yeah, today wasn't my day, but I really did support it, and I really hope. I we don't know what happened yet because it's only been a couple hours, but I really hope people got out there. You know what I would sign up for? What's that? Fighting. You would. Yeah, like if we, I could make an appointment to like fight one Trump supporter. Yeah. I wouldn't like attack someone randomly on the street. But you would fight. But like just a just a consensual fight, did just you, a fair did one. Did you see that boxing match where that uh the MAGA Oh, the MMA fight? The, oh, is that what it was? I used to be so into yeah. boxing and I just stopped. Um yeah, you saw that, right? That guy got his ass beat. This country's in a really crazy place when it's back to like that where I don't know, it's like really based in like white versus black, you know? The the, I mean, the boxing and the fighting because it did, there was a period where people did cheer for, right? You know, <sighs> you know. So two things here. Okay. In general, boxing, not so much MMA, but boxing is heavily raced. It is. Like people will talk about like Mexican warriors, like the Mexican style of fighting, and any white fighter. Has Irish appended to his name, whether he has any Irish heritage or not. <laughs> he wears a gray box. Irish Jimmy Smith. Yeah. Yeah, no, they, 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 they do that shit. But MMA, uh, if there's any MMA fans out there, cover your ears. Uh-oh. MMA probably has the second most racist fan base. Really? Of any sport. Yeah, I would put it like. Because I don't pay attention to MMA. I don't, I don't know. A lot of MMA fans are really into hunting and wearing Oakleys and drinking Mountain Dew. Oh, my God. I would say it's probably, like, after NASCAR and probably just before Rodeo and Bassmasters in terms of racist fans. Don't let Joe Rogan fans hear you say that. Well, the Joe Rogan podcast is the gateway to the alt-right. He loves to uh, platform. That ain't give, give, give a... people platforms and he's just talking to them that's all he's just talking joe rogan joe rogan if you're listening come on my podcast and i'll fight (laughs) he ain't listening (laughs) (laughs) 
let's just talk about the impeachment. It is insane to me that the the Senate Republicans are have just become so I mean, they've been shitty since Reagan, but come on. Like what Nixon. Nixon. Well, you're right, Nixon, you're right. But it's insane to me that they're they're just gonna go along with all of this. What did what is it that they're getting Russian money too? I mean, we know they got it through the NRA. Is there is what does Lindsey Graham have on him that he is acting like this? Like Lindsey Graham was an OG never Trumper. And not only that, but he 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 impeached Clinton and was like, "We have to hear the facts." Don't make up your mind until we hear the facts. I mean, clearly the Russians have compromised, and Trump, by extension, has compromised. But, like, what what could he be that ashamed of? The only thing I can think, because it can't be that he's gay, because who fucking cares, Lindsey Graham? It's it's 2019. Who cares? Yeah, nobody gives a shit. It has to be... I'm sure his parents are dead. He's not going to disappoint them. <laughs> right. And if they're not... Are, you know, I'm not going to say oh, it. I was going to say something pretty awful. Do it. I was going to say, the Do only it. thing I can think that he is like, he, I can't. I can't. Because this is, I can't. I can't say it because like. You it, know what? I'm you going, know what? really going there. Elon Musk. Elon Musk has proven to us that you can call people a pedo and get away with it legally. Did he? But he, is this, is his suit over? Yeah, his suit's over. He won. He won? Yeah. The okay, so like, yeah, well, call we, okay, it's cool. Okay, so we just let it go through the Elon Musk thing. <laughs> we don't have to actually say it ourselves. That is literally the only thing that I can think. Like, that's it. That's the only thing I got is that you do that. I mean, if only Epstein were here to tell us. If only. I bet you know. But he died at his own yeah, hand. He supposedly killed himself. Um died by suicide. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. You know what's crazy? ABC did a poll. Um seventy a Seventy-nine percent of Democrats, seventy-two percent of Independents, and sixty-three percent of Republicans think that Bolton, Mulvaney, Pompeo should all testify in the Senate. Yeah, and but you know what, McConnell doesn't want any witnesses. He doesn't because he knows that's going to hurt him. Because you know Trump wants this fucking crazy circus shit show to happen. And you know what, he's probably right. If he got his circus shit show, he probably would get away with it. I mean, he's going to get away with it either he way is. because the Republicans are going to vote to acquit. They've basically told us as much. Yeah. I read this. Um, I read who who wrote it. So I read it earlier today. Somebody was like, it was like, I think an Esquire. Somebody was just like, I just don't understand why these Senate Republicans who are, who are retiring, why they won't just get a backbone and be like, we, we demand... That because they only need fifty one, I think fifty one senators, to say we want a fair trial, we want to see a fair trial and see all that evidence. Why they won't do that? Because they're leaving the Senate. And it's like, are you serious? You don't understand that? It's because they, they they there's like a money train that they got to get on after they leave the Senate. And it's all about getting all the conservative judges on the bench. And yeah, that's it. If we ever get another Dem president which is not looking likely at this point, he or she needs to pack the shit out of the courts. I'm talking about like just like 
appoint 500 new federal judges, expand the Supreme Court to 23. <laughs> 23 fucking judges on the Supreme <laughs> Court. That's a lot of judges. You can do that shit. I mean, you can. There's nothing that says you can't. If we're keeping it a buck, RPG's not making it through the next Dude, Trump administration. every time she's like, I read a headline. Every headline I read about her is like, she's back out of the hospital. And I'm like, I didn't even know she was in the hospital. This is very worrying. Like, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah, like they're replacing her hip again. I thought both of her hips were fake already. <sighs> you know, I, I read somewhere. I can't, you know, I just read things and I can't remember who said it. But I read somewhere that somebody was like, she should have retired under Obama, and it was selfish. That was me. Selfish that she didn't. No, I read, like, an article about it where somebody was like, it was really selfish that she didn't. I mean, you might have said it, too. If you search my Twitter history, I've tweeted this every six months since 2006. Have you? Maybe it was Yeah, you. like dozens. Maybe it was you, your your Twitter. It was. It, it is selfish. I don't love RBG. I mean, I, I listen. She should have retired when Obama was president. But you know what? Everybody was all like, Trump's never going to win. It's going to be Clinton. And then, you know, it wasn't. And now here we are. Oh, man. Can I, can I, can I talk about my wife for a second? I'm going to talk about it. my wife because she doesn't listen yeah, to this shit. she's never going to know. She has better things to do she's with her time. Know. Neither no. of our spouses. So my wife was um, was assured. She just knew that there was zero chance of Hillary Clinton winning the election. I mean, Hillary Clinton uh-huh. losing. She went out and, like, bought a celebratory spread to eat. <laughs> and I just remember, I was like, I think I think there's a very good chance he can win. Because, you know, like, I live in western mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. You know, you got, you got, you see them signs in the yards. Yeah, I, I get outside of the city of Pittsburgh and shit changes. I was like, I think he's got a very good chance. And at 7 p.m., the first um, exit polls came. And it was like, it wasn't looking good. It's like, he's not going to win this shit. And then her demeanor just changed hour by mm-hmm. hour, minute by minute. You know, I don't even know where the story's going. I yeah, I was like, and that's how everybody else felt, too. What's, where are you going so, with this? I really just wanted this opportunity to dunk on my wife. <laughs> I told you. (laughs) (laughs) And if you listen to this, I'm right. You should listen to me. I know shit. What I really want to know is, what happened to that spread? Who ate it? Oh, he ate the shit out of it. it it, all the foie gras. Wow, foie gras. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, I don't really give a shit about duck or goose rights. Apparently not. Apparently not. Mm -hmm. I mean, it became a depression spread, though, right? Not a celebratory. It was. Yeah, by the end of the night, I'm cutting duck liver up into lines. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So sad. Okay, so I feel a little self-conscious as you pointed out to me that we've both picked Rudy Giuliani for Asshole of the Week every week. Because I got Rudy Giuliani Mm, again. what What did he do this week for you? So, Rudy Giuliani is doing this documentary, I guess, with OAN. Is OAN actually on the air? Is like this a thing you can watch with a cable provider or a streaming application? Or is this some internet shit? I think shit? it's on the air, but you have to pay for it. Could you imagine 
spending your hard-earned money or soon to be my SSI from my fibromyalgia mm-hmm. claim. Guys, that's our new 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 cha- challenge, fibromyalgia challenge. Who can get SSI on that? I just can't imagine spending hard-earned money to watch Rudy Giuliani bug eye out <laughs> for fucking Yeah. I think I think there's a very good chance that Trump does throw him under the bus. I think you know, he talks about his insurance, but uh, he can uh, get the uh, the old Epstein treatment in the lockup. And by the Epstein treatment, I mean die by his mm-hmm. own hand. Exactly. He'll get. He'll shoot himself in the back of the head, probably. Um, yeah, I I picked him too. Believe it or not, and um, it's just because it's he just is like brazenly like there are no consequences for me that whole thing with he needed Ivanovich out of the way like this motherfucker's like ain't nothing gonna happen to me Rudy Giuliani if you're listening we would love to have you come on the podcast this is your favorite bit (laughs) (laughs) just calling out famous people if they're listening to come on and they're not listening for sure anyways no, but, it, you know, if you were listening, let Rudy Giuliani know. I will give him equal time to catch his two-piece. Mm, I was going to say, you you will, like, <laughs> what? You'll fight him? You want to fight everybody that you want to bring on the podcast. Um, Yeah. I- except Kevin McLeod. Kevin McLeod. Yeah, you got to do it right this week, dude. Just go in that drive. Just go in that Google Drive. Copy-paste. Do it right. So it has been brought to my attention by the uh, administrative uh-huh. staff that I have not credited Kevin McLeod correctly <laughs> for his contributions never. to the pod. Every week you do it differently, but you never do it correctly, ever. you got to legally do it the way he wants us to do it. It brings me great pain know. to know that I may have it, disappointed Kevin McLeod. You're lying. I, do you know what's really funny? Did, did I forward it to you? I got an email from him, from his website. It was yeah, his, from, from his, his people. people. It was his first, what, his, apparently their first newsletter. And I was like, oh, we got to credit it the right way. So, look, if you guys are listening and you're looking for some good royalty-free, Christmassy, wintertime-type music, mm-hmm. Kevin McLeod's your yes, guy. Yes, just credit him the correct way. All right. Thank thank you, Kevin McLeod, for your music. Um, please go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Yeet the Press. Go give us ratings. Tell your friends. Just subscribe and rate. Tell your friends yeah, to rate that, us. Or even just tell you. That's all we ask. Just tell your friends to rate us and subscribe, and they don't even have to listen. But we'd like them to like, listen. Seriously, I don't... But, like, you don't have to, but just fucking rate us and subscribe us so we can get people who actually want to listen. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's the least you can do. We do this for you mm-hmm. for free. We, yeah, for you. And you know what? If you would like to nominate someone to come on the show and fight me... Oh, well, that's a good thing we could do for our listeners. We could do a poll on our Twitter. Who should Jason yeah. fight? And then list people. Let's do that. All right, follow us at at Eat the Press on all the social medias. Yeah, I said that. Enjoy your holidays, yep. guys. Hopefully, 
We'll have a pre-Christmas episode. Mm. It's a non-denominational episode, so don't don't get your panties yeah, in a bunch. Don't do that shit. All right, yeah. later. Good night.